What's up, everybody? This is Gratitude Unfiltered, and I'm your host, Joshua T. Berglund. How's everyone doing tonight? Does anyone else just need to take a deep breath right now and just... I need to go to that place right there. Just want to sit on a floaty in the ocean and float. Anyway, what's up, everybody? This is Gratitude Unfiltered. I am your host, Joshua T. Berglund, and we are live right now on the E360 television network being broadcast on Facebook Live, YouTube, Instagram TV, Periscope, <laughs> Apple TV, Roku, Amazon Fire, all over the place. Thank you so much for being here. Good, me good morning, good evening, Todd, Stephen, good to see you. Wesro, great to see you guys. Um, I got to be honest with you, I'm a little emotionally tired. I almost backed out of doing the show, but I committed it. I committed to doing it. And, I, and I'm excited about the content tonight called Committed to Christ. Um, we are finishing up the Purpose Series tomorrow night. will be the last episode. And then after that, I'm going to go into go a new direction that I think will be uh, beneficial for everybody, including myself. Uh, hi, Virginia. Good morning, all the way in the Philippines. Good to see you. Uh, Stephen, plug your uh, nonprofit, please. If you guys have a nonprofit, if you have uh, a business that you want to plug, you guys can put it there in the comments. Hello, Trish. Um, I hope you were on the webinar this morning. And, um, and thank you so much for everyone that was a part of the webinar. You guys really made it special. And, and again, I didn't know anyone was going to show up. So that's kind of cool. Um, also, I'm going to do this content tonight, but also at the end, and I don't normally do this, but I'm going to talk about some of these different CBD products um, at the very, very end. Um, as you know, I started a CBD business, and because I'm an advocate, uh, I, I use the products, love the products. I actually tried the, uh, the head-to-toe product today for the first time and tried the Brain Booster. That's actually, I'll be honest with you. The real reason why I wanted to see about to do the show tonight was because I wanted to see if the Brain Booster product, there's a, hold on, where'd it go? <laughs> there's the mushroom blend. Here it is, Brain Booster, CBD Brain Booster. So it's a CBD nootropic. And I wanted to try it to see if it would wake me up because I needed a nap today and did not get one. Thank you. This is relaxing. I'm afraid if I keep staring at it, it's going to make me want to go back to sleep. So let's get into this, guys. Um, again, this is called C1 Committed to Christ. Holy Spirit, speak through me, flow through me. God knows I am tired right now, and I need you. I need all of you. I cannot do this without you right now. Please give me the words, flow through me. Allow this to resonate. Allow this to speak to the hearts and minds of everyone watching and listening right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Those of you 
Those who have met Jesus in the new birth are expected to go on to seek to know him in Revelation. What we need to see is that the responsibility to pursue this kind of relationship rests on us. God expects us to seek him. God expects us, me, you, the people that aren't watching, everybody. He expects us to seek him. He expects us to be committed to seeking him and knowing him more intimately. This is what a commitment to Jesus Christ is really all about. I will tell you, and those of you who know, you've heard me share my story before, but how many of you out there, let's, let's be honest about this, okay? Let's see, you are not tired because God is carrying you. You know what? Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for that. Okay. I am not tired. I'm wide awake. In fact, I think it's this product in the Holy Spirit. So now I'm wide awake and I'm fired up. So how many of you think about this? How many of you had tempted to, you know, you did the whole raising your hand salvation thing, or you went to a church camp and you're like, okay, I'm team Jesus now. And then two weeks later or whatever the time was, you fell off and you were back doing all the same stuff you were doing before, you know, going back in the world, partying, doing all that stuff, right? Well, yeah, me too, guilty. But I didn't know how important, and then maybe it wasn't even, maybe it wasn't just not knowing. Maybe I really didn't have it in my heart. That's why when I did, I think I did a salvation prayer like last Saturday, and I was like, do you want it? Do you want to change? Do you want all that God has available for you? Do you want the, uh, do you want to, to fulfill your purpose? How bad do you want it? How bad are you sick and tired of addiction? How bad are you, are you wanting to overcome addiction? How bad are you wanting to be healed? How bad do you want to repair damaged relationships in your life? How bad do you want it? Because you see, the want to, the need, the why is everything. If you're not convinced and convicted and determined and committed committed to turning your life around, to living the life that you were called to live, you won't do it. You won't do the work. You will not seek his face daily. You won't do it. So how bad do you want it? Are you committed? The committed, the daily relationship. Heck, I'll be, I'm just going to speak freely. I haven't seen Jessica really in a few days, right? And, and we're actually only 15 miles from each other. But I'm staying at the hotel. She's in her place. Haven't seen, really seen her. Haven't been able to spend any time with her, really. And you know what? Not spending time with her, guess what? Now, all of a sudden, ah, it's, it, it, it has an effect. It's not, it, it has taken a toll. So what do you think it is with your creator? What do you think it is with your creator if we're not seeking him daily? How do you think your, your creator, your savior, how do you think he's going to feel? It's a commitment. we got to do it daily. This is the only way that we can go closer to Christ. So those who have met Jesus in the new birth are expected to go on to seek to know him in Revelation. What we need to see is that the responsibility to pursue this kind of relationship rests on us. God expects us to seek him. He expects us to be committed to seeking him and knowing him more intimately. 
This is what a commitment to Jesus Christ is really all about. Let's call this C1, C to the first power. This is the first step in living life based on divine vision. C1 represents a vision of being fully committed to Christ. If you are not committed to doing whatever is necessary to have a real relationship with Jesus, then you need to make that commitment right now. You will never fulfill your godly vision without putting Jesus first, without being committed to him, period. Because if you're not committed to seeking him first, your vision's going to get blurry. You're going to start falling back on some old habits. You're going to allow resentment to set in. Like old things will creep in. Heck, it's hard enough to keep the old man away even when you are seeking Jesus daily. Life still comes at you. But the more committed you are to it, the stronger you will be. Therefore, the more clear your vision will be. This is the starting point that every one of us needs to commit to. Before we are done, you will be challenged to a C5 vision for your life. And by the way, really quick, we are live from the Element by Weston Hotel uh, in Bloomington, Mall of America, 15 miles away from the riots. Um, it's been a trip to look out my window and see smoke all day. Absolutely mind-blowing. Um, in this secure, beautiful location, it's been safe. They're doing beautiful landscaping around the property, but I've absolutely loved staying here. I've loved working with Element here in like a partnership, and it has been wonderful. If you guys ever come to Minnesota, want to come to the Mall of America, downtown, uh, the, the, the games when they release it, this is like a great place to stay. Of course, if you're here for business, also an amazing place to stay. Highly recommend the Element by Weston Hotel. All right, a C1 vision involves approaching Jesus, connecting with him, and seeing him. These are elements of any relationship. You draw near, you stay close, and you gain insight. If you are not committed to this, today would be a good time to make that commitment. Let's look at how we approach Jesus and connect with him. And again, I wanna make this clear. A lot of people have vision. The godly vision is what you want. And the way to have the godly vision and to keep it a godly vision is to be committed to your relationship to Jesus. James 4.8 says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. This means that even though God is not far away from any one of us, it is nevertheless up to each of us to take the initiative in drawing near to him. This is the relational dynamic. We don't wait for him to draw near to us. We draw near to him. We take the first step. Again, your purpose, your vision, like the things that you want in life, it's up to you to show that you're committed by you taking the step into faith. You have to take the step. No one's going to do it for you. No one's going, you may have people reach out and want to mentor you, want to help you, want to support you, but it's you that has to take action. You do. Only you. You have the power. Just like you have the authority when you're getting attacked by the enemy and the enemy's telling you that you're nothing and you're always going to be a loser, you're a failure, you're not going to reach your goals. Oh, your dream is stupid. No, oh, sure. You're, yeah, no, 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 no. 
You have the power to take authority over the enemy and you have the power to step forward into your destiny. We take the first step. The key to doing this is recognition. We draw near to him because we recognize just who he is. We first recognize that he is our savior. We also recognize that he is our Lord. We recognize that he is our father. We also recognize that he is God. We do not need a deep revelation of Jesus to recognize these things about him. We can know these things simply by reading the Bible. This means that recognition, the first step in drawing near to God, is based on doctrine. It is based on knowing and understanding the word, at least in some minimal way. I'm not a biblical scholar. As I shared in the webinar today and many times before, like I'm not a biblical scholar, but you do not need to biblical, be a biblical scholar to, have, to start a ministry. You don't need to be a biblical scholar to preach the word. You teach what you know and you can learn along the way. It's great. It's great to be able to do this. It's great to learn along with you. It's great having an audience of other believers and people that are non-believers and people that are in different walks. You know why? Because we get to share ideas. We get to, like, I think the Spirit's been telling me this. I think this is right. And then you have somebody that's more experienced, more seasoned, and they're able to say, yeah, that's a good word, or ah, I don't know about that. But that's okay. It doesn't matter where you are in your walk, you can be committed to serving the Lord. You can. And, and by the way, your commitment to serving the Lord usually gets you on your way to your purpose and why you were created to begin with. It's hard to avoid. The first step in drawing near to God is based on doctrine. It is based on knowing and understanding the word, at least in some minimal way. This is why from the very start of your walk with God, you've been encouraged to get into the word for yourself. Let's see what everyone's doing here. Wow, I missed a lot of comments. Amen. What's up, Amy? Good to see you. Amen. Stepping in that direction. Trish, I want to tell you something. What's up, my friend? Good to see you. Um, I'm really proud of you, Trish. Like, I really, really am. You, you have not only sent in an audition tape, you sent in a second audition tape. I asked you, how committed are you? And you gave me the best answer I've ever heard about commitment. And I just want to acknowledge you in front of everyone today that your level of commitment to making your dream come true means a lot to me. And, and, and people like that, is go you're going to get my attention and I'm going to want to do anything I can to help you. So I'm very, very proud of you. Uh, Carolyn, good to see you. Great to be here. Thank you for being here. By the way, love your hair. Um, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. John 3, 16. I absolutely love that. Oh my gosh, Amanda, so good to see you. Oh my gosh, so good to see you. Been a long time. All right, let's get back into this. Isaiah 43, 11. I, even I, am the Lord, and besides me, there is no Savior. Like, when I see that... <laughs> I've told you before, I, I, I'm one of those people that um, 
I I tried all the other religions. I tried the universal the universal God thing. I, I never tried to be a Muslim, but I have a lot of Muslim friends. And I was like, actually learned a lot about prayer through my Muslim brothers and sisters and, and their commitment to prayer and their discipline to fasting. I'm like always really blown away and inspired by that. I have a lot of Buddhist friends and I love my Buddhist friends. I have atheist friends. I love my atheist friends. But the one thing I know is there's only one savior. There's only one man that had, I mean, you think about it. One man in history says he's the savior. He died on a cross for our sins. One man, one man. But even like when the pe people don't believe that, the one thing that cannot ever be disputed, like just Jesus is not a mythical, it's not like Zeus, right? Zeus and Apollo and, you know, people like that. Jesus is a factual human being that walked the earth, that performed miracles that are documented. Uh, you know, like it, he, it's proven. It's proven. It's proven that he was resurrected. People saw him. The amount of witnesses, they weren't tripping on mushrooms. It was real. But like, even if you don't want to believe that he was resurrected, here's the thing. I don't know anyone that was that gave up his own life that lived a perfect life and was willing to sacrifice his own life for me i don't know another god or whatever that ever did that and for that reason alone and everything that jesus taught he's worth following to me so isaiah 43:11 i even i am the lord and besides me, there is no savior. Isaiah 45, 22, look at me and be saved, all you ends of the earth, for I am God and there is no other. Anyone hearing these words who has been born again should be inspired to immediately take steps to draw near to God. If he really is the only savior, how can we not draw near to him? How? If he is the one who saved you, why would you not want to draw near to him? If these words do not move you, how about these? Matthew 10, 28. And do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both the soul and body in hell. Think about it. They can lock you down. They can throw you in prison. They can throw you in jail. They can mock you. They can spit in you. They can put you on lockdown. They can make you wear masks. They can make you do all of that. And it hurts, right? It sucks. We don't like that. They can kill your body. But they can't, they can't take your soul. They can't take your spirit, the Holy Spirit. They can't take your vision. They can't take away your purpose. No one can do that. No matter what happens to you in life, nothing can take away your purpose. Nothing. Like no man can. But, but one can. And that's Jesus.
that's kind of I've never actually really read it that way before, but geez. Some of us need to admit to ourselves that our prayerlessness and lack of interest in the word is actually a failure on our part to recognize Jesus Christ is the only possible way we have of escaping the lake of fire. You may say that you believe that, but does your lifestyle say something different? Being separated from Jesus to any degree is simply unacceptable if we want to be saved. You know, I, I, I have no judgment towards the weekend warrior when it comes to church. Because a lot of us have been conditioned to be that way. We've trained our brains like, okay. Saturday night, it's like, well, crap, I better not stay out too late. Better not have, you know, I better not have, I better have like two less drinks than I did on Friday night because I got to get up and go to church with the family. You know, all that, who's guilty of that? Me. That's not going to get you where you want to be. Church, and again, churches change now. Like, we're not going to buildings for churches, at least in a lot of places. So we have it online and things like that. So it's a little bit more convenient to attend church because now you can just put on Facebook and it's everywhere. But I, and I, like, I don't know what would have convinced me to want to be sold out for Jesus, where I was like committed to seeking the relationship every day, wanting to get to know him. I don't know if it was my, this, this, that, that experience with the Holy Spirit in jail that, that, that did it, the, you know, the sixth time. Like, I don't know where that shift came, but I do know this. I knew that I'd tried every single way, my way, every way, different gods, different programs, Nothing worked until I said, I am done. Thy will be done. My life is no longer my own. Use me for your purposes. Use all of me for your purposes. I surrender. You let your will be done. It wasn't until that committed statement from the heart, Jesus, take over my life. Fill me with your spirit. It wasn't until then that my life changed. And at the same time, my desire to get to know Jesus came with it. And maybe, maybe it's as simple as really having a, a, a time in front of the Bible where you, you, know, you sit there with the Bible. And I like to listen to the Bible. For some reason, I comprehend it better when I listen to it. But... But there is something to say about opening it and just being there and having your notepad. And before you even start, and, and look, some of this may trip you out. Some of you already do this. And if you have a better method, please share it. There's comments there. Please share. But there's something about sitting there and you've got your Bible. This is not my Bible. It's my notepad. But reading and this, just say, Father, th you know, thank you. Like giving God his props for everything giving your gratitude while you're grateful. I'm grateful for, you know, the opportunity to pursue my dreams. I'm grateful for the opportunity to, to, I mean, just you, you name it. 
I, I'm grateful for, well, I'm, I, I was weeping this morning and, and, and like, I'm so grateful for all of the support that, you know, you guys gave on the webinar and like, and the, but I'm in gratitude for God for that because I feel like God is what created that space. God opened your hearts. God, you know, put it on me to do that. But I'm grateful to him because of the experience that came from that. Like there's so much joy for that. I'm grateful to be able to experience that. And Father, forgive me of my sins. I, 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 I can sometimes get moody and tired and I can be short and have a nasty attitude. Forgive me. Like help me, help me heal that part of my body. Help me be more aware, Father. And like and, and, and anything that you need to confess or repent from. Get rid of that. And then just say, Holy Spirit, show me what I need to see today. Feed my, feed my soul with what it is that I need to see. Show me the revelation that I need. Like anything. You can, you can talk to the Holy Spirit like he's a person because the Holy Spirit really likes it when you treat him like the person he is. And he is a person. It's kind of trippy, but he's really a person. Right? Okay. But, and then when you read, read slowly. Like you can go, like Titus 1.16 here. They profess to know God, but in works they deny him. Being abominable, disobedient, and disqualified for every good work. When you read like that, it's kind of like you're massaging the word into your spirit and you're just getting it in there like it's a deep tissue massage. But like when you read it like this, they profess to know God, but it works like they deny him being a abominable, disobedient, disqualified for every good work. Because, you know, that's how we read the James Patterson novels. But if we can read this and if you can read the word aloud, it's even more powerful. But that's when you start to get revelation. That's when the spirit starts to, to fill up inside of you. That's when you start to get more visions. That's when you, you start to recognize your spiritual fruits, your maturity. Things start to change. It's powerful. Some of us need to admit to ourselves that our prayerlessness and lack of interest in the word is actually a failure on our part to recognize Jesus Christ is the only possible way we have escaping the lake of fire. You may say that you believe that, but does your lifestyle say something different? Being separated from Jesus to any degree is simply unacceptable if we want to be saved. So here's a question or statement. You can do this on your own. If you have a pen, write this down. But describe the efforts you have made to learn the word of God. What could you do to know it better? Now, this is an honest question. And look, there's no judgment here. There's no judgment of where you are at in your spiritual walk or, or where you are, because you can start now. But what could you do better to get to know the word better? I'm telling you right now, I have my phone's over here, and it's actually playing this thing behind me, but um, try audio and have a notepad Turn, turn the audio on and listen and then have a notepad. Try what I told you. Like it could, it, it helps. And there's something about, 
I swear to you, I think the I think the Bible is like a magic book. Like when you get the word in your spirit, it's starting to listen to it and read along. Very good. Amy, I love that a lot, actually. Um, I hate to read anything but the word, but the word I have a passion for. You know, that's true. Yeah, I've gotten to that point where people send me stuff to listen to and to read. I have a really hard time reading other people's books because I kind of feel like I just need to be reading the Bible right now. Those are words I never thought I would say in my life. And sometimes when my brain's not working, you know, of course, I'm really excited about this CBD nootropic I have now. Like, I'm really excited about it. But there's some mornings my brain isn't working. So, like, I have to change the, um, the, the Bible to the message. Like, the message translation is, like, reading it like it's basic, common English. And, and some people are against it. Well, that's not the real word and blah, blah, blah. Oh, shut up. The Spirit will speak to you through the Message Bible or the Passion Translation. And those of you that say the Passion Translation is some New Ager, I could tell you a story about the King James Translation, too, that would offend you and break your heart. So it's like, what is it, right? It's the Word of God. Like, the Spirit's going to speak to you anyway. It, it's just get over yourself with the judging of what translation of the Bible you read. The fact that you're reading the Bible or even listening to it, praise Jesus for it and get over yourself. Ugh. People are just looking to criticize, and it's just maddening. There's nothing wrong with the Passion Translation or the Message Translation. But you know what? It's also good to mix it up. Go to the NIV. Go to the King James, the New King James. It's good to know the difference. And you see, let the Spirit, let the Holy Spirit talk to you. That's the point of it. It's the Holy Spirit. What's up, Roxanne? I love different versions now. I do too. It's good to mix it up. I'm committed to continue serving him. That's amen. I love that. Hey, Roxanne, good to see you. NLT, that's a good one too. Okay, let me go back to this. I went off on some. So describe the efforts you made to learn the word of God. What could you do now to, to know it better? Well, you know what? Actually, someone said that. Try changing up the translations. Go to the Passion Translation and then switch it back. Like try one week of this, one week of another. You know what? I don't think anyone can get mad at you, especially because you only really answer to God anyway. And God will convict you. God will say, I don't think you should read that. That's what happens when people send me other books. There's a lot of pastors that write books that I want to go read. And then all of a sudden, my spirit starts going, ah, 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 no, don't read that. Read the word. Okay. So, And by the way, the message translation really has hipped up the Bible. They just haven't changed the, the crazy names that I can't pronounce in it. Anyway, a C1 vision is based at its core on the simple desire to save yourself from a furnace of hot burning sulfur. Some believers struggle to keep a good attitude. Sometimes that's me. Some have their eyes fixated on the here and now. The problem is they have forgotten that there is a heaven to gain and a hell to avoid. Their minds are focused only on the present. They are like Esua, E-S-A-U, saying, I don't care about my birthright. That's too far away to even be thinking about it. Just give me something to put in my belly because I'm hungry right now. <coughs> Hold on, I need some water. 
<clears throat> Usually I have that right by me. Titus 1.16, they profess to know God, but in works they deny him, being abominable, disobedient, and disqualified for every good work. Are you in this category? Do you say that you know Jesus, but your life and attitude say something different? The Bible says, by the fear of the Lord, men depart from evil. Some of us need a good, healthy dose of the fear of God. And the way that I've always understood this, because some people, when they hear fear God, they think God is out breaking heads, you know, starting riots, killing people, all that stuff. I mean, that happens, right? No, fear to me, when it says fear God, fear the Lord, it's respect him. Have a healthy fear to respect, respect him enough that when he commands you to do something or he guides you to do something that you listen. And when he corrects you, you don't act like a two-year-old brat about it. You go, you know what? All right, I was wrong. I could do better. Okay. All right. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I confess. I repent. Whatever. And then you move on. But it's not a fear where God is beating you in the head. You know, it's not like that. Now, the shaking the world is experiencing, it's a shaking. I know people are dying. I know things are a little bit crazy. And it's a little scary in some places right now. But it's a shaking. But how many of us have just completely ignored God, not acknowledged him, not acted like God mattered? We've taken God out of school. God is out of relationships. God is out of business. We've removed God from his rightful place in every aspect of our freaking lives. What do we expect to happen? What do we expect to happen? We got to put God, we got to reprioritize our lives and start putting God first. It's not, and here's the thing. Some of us like to think that we can do it all. Seriously, some of us think that we have to take the weight of the world on our shoulders and we have to be responsible for everything. No, we are not riding alone. We have the Holy Spirit. We have God. We have our Lord Jesus to, with us to guide us. And remember, everything that we surrender over to him, everything we trust him with, everything will work out for the good that, that, uh, to those who love him. That's you. It's me. It's, it's so worth it. Like even, even when the world seems so crazy, my daughter sent me a text saying, I guess this is the end of the world. I'm like, no, not yet. <laughs> like, no, it's not the end of the world. But even now, God will use these moments. And I pray, oh my God, I pray. It is the, I gotta be honest, like it's weird being here right now. Like literally looking out this window, 
you can see smoke still from last night, from the riots. And it's, and, and the riots are so unfortunate, but what happened to that, that, that poor man who did not deserve to be murdered? And it's happened so many times before. But the response isn't right. And again, I think it's probably a manufactured Soros response, but still, like, we are so used to fighting back with rage and anger and violence, and we're so, because it's, our, it's, a, it's the natural response. Like, and I fight myself on this. I mean, this has been, an interesting 48 hours of, of, of dealing with tension. And like I've been tested in my response over and over and over again. And I'm not perfect. I, man, like I still want to bite people's faces off. Really? I'm not even, I'm not even fronting. So I get the rage in response. But the truth is the only way that we're ever going to beat evil is with love. Love, and, I, and it's not a hippie love because love is painful sometimes. Love requires you to turn the other cheek when you want to punch that freaking cheek. Love is not easy. Love is not a wussy sport. Love is a, a grown-up game. Love is a mature, mature, mature action. But unfortunately, a lot of us have been conditioned and we're trained in our mind and our neural pathways and all that stuff is trained to respond violently. It's got to stop. Agape love, I love that. Are you willing to commit to a C1 vision? Remember, that's seeking Christ relationship committed to seeking the Lord daily. Are you, are you willing to commit to that? It begins with knowing and believing enough of the word to recognize Jesus for who he is. He is our only savior. He is also our Lord, our father, our God, and our judge. Following recognition, which is based on knowing the word, there must be closeness. How can you connect with someone unless you get close? I'm going to say that slower this time. How can you connect with someone, with anyone, with anyone? How can you connect with them unless you get close? James 4.8 says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. But how do we draw near? The Bible tells us not only why we should want to approach God, but how to approach them. We cannot approach him just any way we want to. We must come to him his way, which is actually very simple. James 4, 7 says, submit to God. And James 4, 8 says, cleanse your hands, purify your hearts. In other words, quit doing the things you know you shouldn't be doing and quit thinking about the things you know you shouldn't be thinking about. Instead, focus your mind on Jesus and place yourself under his authority, the willingness 
to be obedient. James 4.10 says, Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord. A humble spirit is one that submits, one that recognizes how completely dependent we are on God's grace. We don't like to think of ourselves as being dependent on anyone, but we are all dependent on God, whether we want to accept that reality or not. The practical application of this is praise, worship. Psalms 102 through 4, come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord God, he is God. It is he who has made us, not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Can you see the connection between our dependence on God? He made us. We are his. Our submission to him and our praise to him. To praise God is to lift him up, to highly esteem him, to place him within our hearts where he actually is. When we praise God, we are lowering ourselves by lifting him up. That is what puts us into the proper position relative to God. He is above, he is over us. He is our creator, he is our manufacturer. To accept that reality is submission. It is to place ourselves under him, which is where we belong. There can, no, there can be no closeness without submission. If we try to get close without submitting, we will only find resistance from God. James 4.6 4, says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. We must recognize who Jesus is from the word. And we must get close to him by humbling ourselves and submitting to him. But we must not stop there. Once we get close, we must then communicate with him. This is prayer. Without prayer, there is no communication. Prayer, praise, and learning the word are the basics of approaching Jesus and forming a real relationship with him. To ignore any one of these is to place limits on how intimate we are willing to get with him. It's kind of like this. You want a full gospel church. You don't want to just go to a church that preaches about Jesus. Jesus is fantastic, but you know who else is pretty cool? God. But you know what? Just preaching about God and Jesus isn't enough either because you need the Holy Spirit. Because you know what? The Holy Spirit, pretty freaking cool too. All three equally, they all matter. They all matter. They're all relevant. They all need to be taught. They all need to be worshipped. They all need to be thanked. They all need to be paid attention to. It matters. All three. So prayer, praise, and learning the word. It's just like, the, it's the trinity. It's the trinity, the prayer, praise, and learning the word. It's the trinity of getting the trinity. I think that's about right. Okay. So how do you feel about praising God? How do you feel? How do you feel about praising God? What does it mean to you to have the opportunity to praise God? Describe your prayer life. If you're so bold, share it in the comments. 
How frequently do you set aside time for prayer? When you do, how long do you pray? Describe your partition in the regular prayer meetings of the assembly. Share if you'd like. No one can go. No one can go on to a C2 vision until they have made great strides in establishing their C1 vision. Everything in our Christian life rests upon the foundation of our relationship with Jesus. Everything. That's why when Martha complained about Mary, Jesus said that Mary had chosen the good part and it would not be taken away from her. The good part was simply sitting at the feet of Jesus, engaging in intimate conversation. Do you want to choose the good part? In the next lesson, we will see what it takes to go on to a C2 vision of Jesus Christ. Okay, so that tomorrow we're going to do the C2. And I'll just, I'll just tell you what it is. It's character, committed to character. That will be tomorrow night at uh, 6.30. That'll be Word of God Church Presents Gratitude Unfiltered. This is when I broadcast into my church in Oklahoma City, even being a part here in Minnesota. Um, let's see. I'm praying in my heavenly language quite a bit, especially when I'm alone on weekends without my son all day. You know, the cool thing about a prayer language is you can do it like under your breath, but you can do it quietly. You can even be in sit ne sitting next to somebody and you're like, you know, you're in your prayer language and they have no idea what you're doing. But you just feel that prompting. Like a, for believers, this may not make sense for other people, but you know how when you're just sitting there and you're probably just, you know, having your coffee, drinking your water. And all of a sudden you think of somebody and you're like, that's random. I'm thinking about a coworker from like seventh or not seventh grade. Although I did have a job in seventh grade. That's a bad example. Um, but you just start thinking of somebody randomly like out of the blue. It's like, where'd that come from? My feeling about that is, I believe that that is God saying you need to pray for that person. Or when you wake up in the middle of the night, like at 3 a.m. And you're like, 3 a.m.? What the heck am I 3 a.m.? I went to bed at 1. Why am I awake two hours later? I kind of think that's like God or angels or somebody going, yeah, pray for this person. And I think that you can run interference on maybe an attack or something like that. The heck is that? Um... Anyway, so you can, um, so I, I, that's a good time, like if you have a prayer language, to start praying. Like when you get the random thought, and it doesn't matter where you're at because you can do it under your breath. You can do it when you're on the toilet, you can do it when you're walking, you can do it while you're in your car. And sometimes you're like, well, I don't know why I'm thinking, like what am I going to pray? That's the point of the prayer language. The Holy Spirit will pray for you. And here's the thing, it's only an act of faith like, people are like, oh, the Holy Spirit's going to wiggle my tongue for me. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> I used to think that. It's not how prayer language works. It's an act of faith. But when you receive the Holy Spirit, you can do this. It's a part of it. And let me tell you something. The prayer language changes everything. And you don't even have to do it in front of people. Like, if you're, like, you're kind of weirded out by it, that's totally fine. Totally fine. Put a bag over your head and do it. Like, go in the other room and do it. It doesn't matter. Go in your closet and do it. But if you do it, I'm telling you, it's a way of just bringing you to closer to God on a level that is so different than those generic, wimpy prayers that we're so used to praying.
And sometimes when you don't know what to pray, the prayer language is like the perfect thing because you should pray anyway. Um, I used to pray the rosary while folding clothing for a cell at my job. So I don't know what the ro- I don't know how that works and what that means, but I, I would like it's actually, I think if I held on to something, hang on to my CBD bottle. Now I'm going to hang on to CBD and praying. That's weird. Uh, <laughs> I want something to hold on to when I pray. Warring prayer. Ooh, I like that, Amy. Um, hey, Kelly, good to see you. Yes, praying in the Holy Spirit. I pray for an hour a day this way. Wow, that's amazing. I don't, I can't say, I pray for an hour, but I don't do it an hour straight. Like, it's throughout the day. But I like that. Thank you for being here, Kelly. Tiffany, I'm praying in heavenly language. Well, I've already read that, but I'm praying my heavenly language quite a bit, especially when I'm alone on the weekends without my son all day. Uh, thank you, Holy Spirit. What's up, Lisa? Good to see you. Humble yourself so God will increase. That's awesome, Virginia. Absolutely beautiful. All the re- revivalists who transform culture prayed in the spirit all the time. Well done, Kelly. Thank you. Okay. So thank you guys for being here. So I, here's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to pray just to let you know. And then I'm going to talk about these the CBD shipment of products I got in. So if you want to stick around to learn about it, you can. I'm going to screen share, but I'm just going to be quick about it because I'm excited about getting to play with new skincare because I haven't used skincare in a long time. So anyway, but thank you for being here. But tomorrow night at 630, um, it should be good. It should be really good. So great. I'm, I'm, uh, I can't talk right now. I hope you're here tomorrow. Anyway, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for everyone that's here. Thank you for uh, some of the new people that came on, the new listeners. Uh, thank you just to the audience in general, Lord. And I just ask that you you bless them with new visions. I bless them, you know, bless them with a renewed uh, enthusiasm for their purpose, a renewed enthusiasm for the willingness to step out and have a bold faith. Father, we love you. Like we know we are at that point now in our relationship with you that we can completely trust you. We can with confidence say, I surrender. Your will be done. My will doesn't matter anymore, Lord. Your will be done. Use all of me for your purposes. And those of those that are out there watching that are still struggling, hanging on to resentment, hanging on to anger, have you still battling addiction, Lord? I ask that you you give them the peace and the confidence to be able to release their anger, to be able to ask for forgiveness, to humble themselves, even though that maybe they need uh, they need to forgive somebody, maybe humble them, Lord. No, not maybe. You humble them enough to help them realize that they need forgiveness too. Forgive those who hurt them and then forgive themselves for allowing themselves to be hurt. Forgiveness for allowing them for staying in relationships longer than they should have. Staying um, in jobs, not being obedient, Lord, I just ask that you forgive everyone for their lack of disobe- their lack of obedience. Give the audience the courage and the confidence and the desire to walk in obedience with you and the Holy Spirit. 
I ask that the Holy Spirit comes upon this audience and convicts them of everything that they have been avoiding. And the reason I ask this, Lord, the reason I ask this, Holy Spirit, that you drop down on them like the fire that you are is so that they know that they have to remove this crap to make more room for you so you can transform their lives and set them off on the destiny that you have created them for. Bless this audience with great health, with a renewed spirit, a clear vision, and a hunger to serve you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Thank you guys for being here. I appreciate it. So I am now going to have a little bit of fun. No, wait. Do, do, do. You think I would have learned my lesson from this earlier today? Well, that's interesting. <laughs> my sight's not. Never mind. That's not going to work. Never mind. We'll do it again some other time. That was interesting. Uh, why did my sight just go down? Live? Oh, that's why. I can't spell. There we go. Okay. Now we're about to rock and roll. <laughs> oh, man. You know, my brain is really tired. I'm not going to lie to you. So, okay. Here we go. I got to get my picture off there. I don't like that. Anyway, so this is the CBD company that we got. So I'm going to go through these products really quick. So I'm a skincare guy and I just want to talk about the skincare products tonight because a lot of people go, well, why in the world would you want CBD and skincare? Um, I, as, as, I don't know how many of you know this, but I actually had a skincare line um, and then I did contract manufacturing where we developed skincare lines, created custom skincare, white labeled skincare, and all that. So I'm a bit of a junkie. And I will tell you something. I do cannot stand the cosmetics and skincare industry because of their deceptive marketing practices. It is like, so you'll have, um, they're, they're, like for instance, OEM is a contract manufacturer. That one manufacturer probably makes, I don't know, 300 skincare lines. Why is that popping up? Anyway, um, so a lot of the stuff that you buy, like you can go to the doctor's office and buy a skincare line, but then you could go to Walgreens and buy the same thing, but it has different packaging. That happens a lot. Now, there's some things that you do need a prescription for and all that, but some of this stuff that they say is medical grade is the same stuff you can buy at Walgreens. So the pricing is, is an issue. The other thing that's a bit of a problem for me yeah, there's so much deception in skincare. Yes. Let's see what you said. Uh, my big has been out for weeks and it's hurting me. I'm not sleeping well. Well, there's a CBD sleep product. And so anyway, so here's the thing. I'm very sensitive to this and price point and all that stuff matters. And so the reason why I chose to get a, a distributorship of this, of this line, because it's all CBD products. There's topical, there's topical products. 
This is the nano, which is nanocapsulized, which means it's basically the molecular weight. It's broken down so small that you get maximum absorption. It hits your system faster. That product, uh, this is a thousand milligrams, full spectrum. So you're getting the whole plant. Uh, the, the THC level is only for delivery. It's not going to get you high. It's none of that stuff. So if you're in recovery, you need to talk to your sponsor about it. But I'm somebody will tell you right now, the CBD is life-changing when it comes to, well, it helped me fight Coke cravings and stuff like that. Um, the blue green dream healing body butter, like all these products are organic, they're vegan. There's a high quality ingredients in all of this. And the thing about natural products is this, is that your body, it's bioavailable for your body. So your body is going to recognize the ingredients. It's in other words, it's going to welcome it. There's no chemicals. It's not going to cause cancer. It's all like healthy, healthy ingredients. And I know you can't really see this. Um, so these are just some of the basic products like the Rubios eye cream, right? And I'm going to be honest, the packaging is not flashy packaging, but one of the biggest misconceptions in skincare is they set you up with really nice packaging and the packaging the bottle itself, like real cost is like five or 10 bucks in the packaging world. That's expensive because that basically made that skincare product a hundred bucks when it didn't need to be a hundred dollars, but the packaging, the presentation, the marketing that jacked up the price. So this is not like flashy packaging. It's just very, very, it's basic standard stuff, but it's what is in it. That's so good. Um, every one of these products, the tattoo lotion, the good to glow. I actually tried that today. It's amazing. So I have this weird, this stuff, this blue green body scrub. I'm going to pull that up. I have this weird thing on my elbow that won't go away. I've been using all this stuff from Walgreens, like all these like, uh, like charcoal stuff and, and acids. None of it's working. This is just some basic thing. So Kalama Falls in Oregon, a region renowned for the purest, most nutrient enact algae available in the world. Uh, this is where the incredible blue algae of the Utoya's Blue Green Dream body scrub comes from, blah, blah, blah. It, it, there's a lot of good information, but it has everything that's in here, a full spectrum of, of minerals, bioavailable, so your body recognizes it. So it's like your body needs it. It wants it. It's going to absorb all of it. Chlorophyll, B vitamins, beta carotene, provitamin A, which is retinol, uh, lipids, active enzymes, essential amino acids, which are rebuilding their proteins. They rebuild the skin. So it's re, it's like a, in a way, like an anti-aging product, even though I don't really like that word. But then when you add CBD to it, when you add CBD to any type of skincare, it's going to activate it. CBD is an anti-inflammatory, which is great for your skin if you're somebody that has uh, redness, uh, hyper, uh, hyperpigmentation, hypopigmentation, dark circles under your eyes, which is the eye product, which is, where'd that go? Ooh, this is a hyaluronic acid product. I can't wait to try that. This is a hyaluronic eye cream. It's called Skin Savior. Hyaluronic acid, blue algae, and CBD. And there's the, a potent full plant CBD. So you're getting the full benefits of a cannabis plant or a hemp plant, but you're not getting high. And of course your skin can't get high anyway, but like 
these are the kind of quality ingredients that are in there. Um, I want to show you this uh, really quick. I love the, um, there's just for men products, the CBD plus. This is what I'm really geeked out by. Um, and again, any questions that you have about any of the CBD products, I'm happy to talk to you about it. Um, let's see. Yeah, there's some good stuff on here. So I'm going to show you this one. The Brain Booster, this is what I took today, right before the show, that woke me up. And it's not like a caffeine buzz. I don't want to say that. But this is basically a month's worth of CBD, and it's 1,000 milligrams of full-spectrum CBD. Everyone needs different dosage, so 1,000 milligrams per dose, right? So you have on here the testing specification, so nothing's hidden, okay? There's no, there's no secrets in this. This is from Encore Labs. You can Google Encore Labs, and they're legit. You have, so this benefits overall body function and health. So energy, stamina, like I feel like I could work out, even though like I'm not jacked up, like I did a bunch of caffeine or cocaine, but mentally I feel good now. I didn't feel good when I started it. That's real. I didn't want to do the show. I wanted to test that product. Now I feel great. Go figure. Great memory, focus, vitality support. So you're, you know, feel invigorated. Maybe that's why I feel so invigorated because this says vitality support. No preservatives, no gluten, no dairy, no synthetic colors, no artificial flavors, no sweeteners, and believe it or not, they put that stuff in skincare. All herbs and hemp are organically grown, ethically, wildly harvested, and cultivated. Everything's FDA compliant. There's no FDA approved skincare unless if it's a prescription. It's a marketing gimmick if you ever see it. Anyway, there's all kinds, kids focus, there's kids products here. It's okay for kids to take CBD, not THC. And the last thing I'll show you uh, just for now, and then I'll leave you alone, is this. Again, there's a bunch of products here. And you can go to the store and I'll put it in the comments. Bath bombs, super relaxing. Uh, I'm not gonna act like, um, you know, ladies are the only ones that use bath bombs because I personally love them. I haven't taken a bath in a long time, but I love bath bombs. Super relaxing. You've heard of the Epsom salt baths. It's like this with CBD, massage oil, um, which is, again, it's a really good pain relief. This body scrub, which I use today, it has like a really nice, um, and then I'm going to quit talking about it and get the screen off now. So it has this, there's the product, right? It has this nice, smells like algae, which is not the best smell, but there's a little minty to it. But it's, there's a salt to it. You can feel the salt particles on this. So it's really good. I mean, it, one, it just makes the skin soft, but it's also good at healing the skin. So kind of worth checking out. Um, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to start doing giveaways on the show. Like if you go, in fact, if you go to the website here, I'm going to put the website in the comments. If you go to the website and sign up, you should have a pop-up screen. I just put that in there. Thank you, Roxanne. If you sign up for the newsletter, Live Mana Utoya, I just put it here, and you sign up for the newsletter, you're going to get free CBD gummies. Now, how effective are they? Well, I mean, CBD is something that you want to take, but it's free and you can try them and enjoy them. 
So all you, all you have to do is sign up for that um, and you'll get free CBD gummies. So that's what you get for hanging on with me. <laughs> anyway, so I'm done. I just wanted to show you that really quick. I, again, I'm a huge advocate for CBD and I'm not gonna turn this show into a giant infomercial. I'm not gonna do that, defeats the purpose. But what I'm doing with this, because as you know, I created a foundation. Um, I uh, This is how I'm, one of the ways I'm going to fund uh, the foundation. One of the things that we're looking to do with Live Mono Worldwide is buy a lot of people that were on the webinar today were from countries that they just don't have the money to buy microphones and cameras. So the, this is one of the things that we're gonna raise money for um, to be able to provide that equipment for people so they can broadcast their ministries and, and basically do the things that are necessary for them. But until then, until we start getting all of those resources, I'm gonna use this CBD company as a way to help fund the mission and what we're aiming to do. So there you go, that's why I'm doing this. Anyway, God bless you, have an amazing night, and I will see you guys tomorrow, bye.